ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes to our listeners around the world in the countries of Turkey, the United Kingdom, and South Africa, and in the states of Oklahoma, Virginia, and Minnesota. Welcome, and thank you all for your continuing support, because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. My May column in Dallas Yoga Magazine is now available in print and on the web. As Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, I'm answering your questions in my Ask Dr. Paula monthly column. Please click on the Ask Dr. Paula email link on this page to send me your questions. I'll answer them on the air or in the magazine. You can go to DallasYogaMagazine.com for my May column, Into Intuition is your friend, or my previous columns. As always, please let me know what you think. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you're self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still, small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur, like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Laugh. You can't laugh and be sad at the same time. You can shift your mood by forcing yourself to laugh. Do this by making funny faces at yourself in the mirror, laughing at nothing, or participating in laugh yoga classes. It's true. Laughter is the best medicine. If you'd like to create laughter by telling jokes, please be aware that what the joke is about does matter. Humor can be kind and gentle or mean and derogatory. Think about the jokes that you tell and whether you'd like to be the target of the punchline. 
Tell a kind joke or laugh at yourself if you're having a challenging day, a frustrating experience with your child, or a difficulty with a project, and watch the mood shift as the good feeling spreads throughout your body and outwardly to others. Pregnancy and child rearing give us plenty of opportunities to complain or find the joy for your own physical and mental health and that of your family. Finding the laughter is better for everyone. My next workshop, Financial Abundance, What You Don't Know, is backed by popular demand. Financial abundance is a gift of love from the divine. As a child of infinite love, it is your birthright. All you have to do is remove the hidden blocks to receiving. Know you are deserving and open the door. Since there are numerous layers of consciousness from the surface levels of the conscious mind to the deepest levels, levels of the unconscious mind. The process of bringing financial abundance into your life does not always happen immediately. Commitment, patience, faith, trust, and gratitude are the keys to nurturing your path to lasting financial abundance. What makes this financial abundance workshop different is that during our time together, you will discover and remove your hidden blocks, experience the feeling of Deserving, open your mind and heart to receiving. Learn how to recognize and be grateful for every step along the way. And get techniques to use on your own. We'll be at CSL Dallas in Dallas, Texas this Saturday, May 20th. And if you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area like 21 Steps for Healing Your Body or Overcoming Abuse or Learning to Think and Live Without Fear. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today. Day, Bailey Gaddis, who will talk with us about blissful pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood. And last week's show, Dr. Arthur Sierra Mike. Coley, and I talked about how to help our children cope with fear, stress, and chaos. This show, his first show with us was on August 18th last year, and it's one of my most popular shows. I keep inviting him back because he continually 
deepens my understanding of stress and how to lessen its devastating impact on our health and well-being. Last weekend, I was with my daughter and her family. My 10-year-old grandson showed me a book of poetry that he had written and illustrated over the last few weeks. Some of the poems struck me as being beyond his years. When I was in fourth grade, my biggest worry was whether I'd be asked to play with the other kids at recess. Children today are thinking about much bigger concerns for others and for the world. I asked him if I could read this poem today because I wanted you to know what's on the minds and hearts of our children. A Wish by Avi, written April 25th. A wish for wrongs to be righted. A wish for everyone to be accepted. A wish for equal rights for everyone. A wish for everyone to be treated right. A wish for equality and love. A wish for no war, but just peace. A wish for everything everybody will need. A wish for you and me. Having empathy like my grandson demonstrated in this poem is actually three times more important than having a high IQ. People must feel heard and understood. Empathic listening increases trust and opens our hearts to feel and express love. And as I've said often on this show, where there is love, there can be no fear. In this very hectic world we live in, parents are spending less time with their children which means less quality time. We must make sure that at least some of that time includes having fun with our children. Arthur also pointed out that our nervous systems talk to each other. When we are stressed, we talk faster. We feel the stress of others, and it causes us to be fearful. Talking more slowly changes our brain and makes us feel calmer. Arthur noticed the quality of my voice during the first part of the show and said, you're so motivating. I already feel calmer and motivated just listening to you. We all can do this for each other and for our children. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For more on this topic, you can listen to Arthur's other shows on August 18th last year and January 26th this year. You can hear these shows or any others that you have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or need. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting, or in the middle of the night. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. Last week, I went to Grandparents' Day at my grandchildren's school. The day is designed to create learning experience for the children and their grandparents. The fourth grade English teacher was doing a unit on civil rights with a particular focus on Martin Luther King Jr. She wanted to expand the children's understanding by having the grandparents answer a series of questions about their experiences with civil rights. The children were in small groups. I was sitting at a table with four children, including my grandson, a married couple, 
the teacher gave the questions to the grandmother of the couple. She turned to her husband and asked him the first question, which he answered. She proceeded to ask him the second question, which he began to answer. It was clear to me that she intended to ignore me and herself and to continue as if her husband was the only person with the knowledge and privilege to answer the questions. I quickly thought through my options. I could be polite and remain silent, which the old me would have done. After all, I wouldn't want to interrupt and risk embarrassing the other couple. Then I thought about the four 10-year-old children and wonder what they would be learning if I said nothing. The answers to the questions would be different, but probably wouldn't impact the children in any meaningful way. If I said nothing, however, there was an even more important message. They would be learning about the way civil rights play out and the interactions between men and women. They would be learning that we still believe that men are the ones with the power, the ones with all the answers the ones who we should listen to and that women should defer to their superior knowledge. That has was not the lesson that I wanted my grandson and the three girls at that table to learn. So I chose to speak up. I spoke firmly and loudly enough to ensure that the man would hear me and have to stop talking. I said, in the name of civil rights, I think it would be good if we all have an opportunity to answer one of the questions. I turned to his wife and said, why don't you answer this question and I'll answer the next one. The timing worked out in a way that gave each of us an opportunity to answer one question. That was a lesson in equality for all. My silver lining was the opportunity to stand up for the civil rights of women in a nation that still has not passed the Equal Rights Amendment for women, where women are paid less than men for the same work and where women are rarely given the same respect or access to positions of power and where our own president speaks disrespectfully to women and has been accused of rape. I was grateful to be in a position to show my grandson and his classmates that all people have a right to speak our minds and that civil rights includes the rights of women. We must remember that our children are listening and watching and we need to be asking ourselves, what are we teaching them? Our guest today, Bailey Gaddis, is the author of Feng Shui Mommy and is a regular contributor to media outlets, including Disney's Working Mother, Huffington Post, Cosmopolitan, and Red Book. As a childbirth preparation educator, birth doula, and hypnotherapist who works with pregnant women and their gorgeous offspring every day, Bailey is fairly certain that new baby smell is the most enticing aroma on earth. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you, and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all the kindness in the world, fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the joy of being alive. 
alive. With all the violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear that's being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. As one of my Facebook friends just wrote to me, thank you for posting so many beautiful images on Facebook. What you do is uplifting and a great kindness to all. While listening to the commercials, use the link on this page to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Then click on the link to read about and register for my next hands-on workshop, Financial Abundance, What You Don't Know, or to schedule one in your area. Then go to the calendar of events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Bailey Gaddis, who will talk with us about blissful pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you, you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888 346 
1041 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down how you can find more ways to laugh and have fun with your children and given our topic also during pregnancy. I'm so pleased to welcome Bailey Gaddis, who will talk with us about blissful pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood. Welcome, Bailey. It's a treat to have you on the show. Hi, it's great to be here. Um, I love your sense of humor and and your um, approach to life. So tell us, please, what how you got interested in this uh, area to focus your uh, well, maybe life's work, but at least current work interest. Right. Well, when I was pregnant with my son, I just found the whole process of pregnancy to be really fascinating, really empowering, but also really confusing. (laughs) And, you know, I read so many different books and classes and watched movies and felt even more confused in a way because there were such strong opinions in the world of pregnancy and childbirth. And I, I felt like no matter what I chose, I'd be disappointing someone. And I just felt like there was something missing. And so after I had my son, when he was about two months old, I felt even more confused. I felt lost and I felt like I needed to do something. And so at about (laughs) 2 a.m., one, one night or one morning with my son, I was crying. I was having a really hard time. And so I started just making notes about, you know, what my questions were and why I was having a hard time and, and put that aside. That would later become the beginning of, of the book proposal. But the next morning I was flipping through my phone and I saw a, an ad for becoming a hypnobirthing practitioner, which is the, the course that I took when I was pregnant. And so when my son was three months old, I became certified to teach hypnobirthing, the childbirth preparation method. And then about two months after that, I became certified as a birth doula. And I've been teaching and attending births ever since. And it is so exciting for me. I, I never get tired of it. And it's finally allowed me to develop a deeper understanding of just how incredible the, the journey into motherhood can be, but also how challenging it is, you know, and really honoring that with, with myself and, and my clients. Uh, yes, we were pretty naive before those little beings come into our life. I knew a whole lot more before my first one was born. <laughs> so, but, but yes, um, I, and I, I'm, um, interested in because as you could tell from the first part of the show it's been a while since I've actually given birth so this idea (laughs) of using hypnosis um, is intriguing to me talk to uh, us a little bit about what our current options are now and how hypnosis uh, plays into that yeah absolutely so you know, a huge component of how a woman processes the experience of pregnancy, childbirth, motherhood, especially childbirth, is is her mind-body connection. And I tell clients, your body is kind of like a, a robot that receives these 
these messages from the mind, and the mind tells the body how to move, how to act, how to feel. And so with hypnosis, we allow our mind to be filled with these really positive, empowering, hopeful messages about this journey. And then when the woman moves into childbirth, instead of having these really fearful, negative, limiting beliefs about childbirth and her body's ability, she goes in thinking, yeah, this is a really, like, organic process. I can trust my body and my baby, even if she needs, you know, intervention or even a cesarean section, you know, she is still able to move into that process feeling empowered and feeling more in control because, again, she has a mind that's filled with, with positivity and, again, that hope and trust. So that's what I deal with with clients is we work to reprogram their beliefs about childbirth and and with a lot of my my private clients we then dive into motherhood you know and reprogramming beliefs about that and what it is and isn't so what are some of the kinds of beliefs that we have that are dysfunctional and harmful to ourselves and our uh, fetuses and and children and what do you replace them with yeah, absolutely. So one of them is fear that that the body doesn't know how to birth, that it's not going to open, that it's going to break. I mean, ideas that when you look really at the science of childbirth, it, it's not really logical, but, but when we watch, you know, movies and there's a woman screaming and she just looks like she's about to shatter, and then we <laughs> believe, oh my gosh, this is going to be like the most horrific thing ever. And, you know, really those are the images, even if they're meant to be humorous, that at least in our culture, we are just inundated with. And so by the time we actually reach, you know, our own childbirthing experience, we have, that, that, those are the images that we see. And I know that I had some of those come up, and, and luckily I have the tools that, okay, like that, that doesn't have to be my experience, but, but I definitely had those. And, and it's really amazing when a woman can set those aside. And, and one of the main messages I have in my book is that she can really craft her own experience, you know, and so this book isn't about doing it my way, but it's about creating her own way. And I feel like through that, she really becomes empowered. So it's interesting as you're talking about that because uh, I have three children, three different birthing experiences, all of none of which went exactly how I had hoped <laughs> and, <Right>. and planned. <laughs> and so, uh, it, how do you also build in, even though you've got all of these things that you planned for and thought you were doing everything to set everything? everything up so things would go smoothly, et cetera, and then inevitably they don't. There's always something that, because nature is nature, <laughs> um, right. and, and, yes. and so how do you deal with that so there's not this terrible disappointment or anger? Absolutely. One of the main things that I say to women that I work with is that, you're going to have the birth that you're meant to have. And if you don't exactly know what that looks like, you know, and I say, 
the, all of the preparation and, you know, creating visions for ideally what you would want, you know, is, is setting you up for a more beautiful experience, but we don't know exactly what that will look like. And, and it's so amazing. I just had a client and she was planning on a home birth. And that plan had to shift, and we had to go to the hospital, and she was there for a long time, and eventually she needed to have a cesarean birth. And it was so different from what her original plan was, but the whole time she felt empowered to make those decisions. You know, I I talked to her right before we went to the hospital, and she said, you know what, I really feel like this is the right option for me, and I feel good about it. And so we went to the hospital, and then when the the option of the C-section was put on the table, she thought about it for a while, and she said, you know what, I feel like the path that I'm taking is leading to this, and I feel okay with it, you know, so she was really, again, empowered to make her own choices and knew that she had done everything she could to have the birth that she wanted, but she was kind of giving it up to the universe when she actually went into birth and said, okay, I've done everything I could, but now I'm, I'm ready for the birth experience that, that I'm meant to have. And, and not to say that all women experience the change in that way. You know, there can definitely be disappointment. And I've had a lot of women that feel shame, you know, for needing to, to change the plan. So, being gentle with yourself and and realizing that number one it's, it's okay to feel that disappointment, but also trusting that that whatever your experience was is is what you were meant to move through, and it's going to serve you in so many ways that might not be apparent, you know, right during the birth or right after, but likely many years later, if you allow yourself to process it and, again, feel those emotions, when you look back, you'll say, you know what, that, that, was, that was what I needed to go through. And, and what I'm hearing as you're talking is that childbirth is really a, a, a part of sort of a subcategory of the broader um, uh, question or picture of how do you deal with life in general? How do you deal with disappointment? How do you deal with things not working out as you planned? It's really a philosophy and an approach to life that one can learn in many ways and childbirth is an opportunity to learn how to shift uh, the way one lives life and thinks about life. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm working on um, the proposal for the follow-up book, Feng Shui Toddler, and it's just so easy <laughs> to, to create it because it's like, oh my gosh, so many of the principles that I'm talking about with, with childbirth really apply to, to motherhood, you know. It's like preparing and, and learning, but then just kind of letting it go. I, I tell clients it's kind of like an actor who prepares for months and months and months for a role and they and they they really get, get nitty-gritty with the, the preparation, but then when they actually perform, they just let it go, let all that preparation go and just trust that what comes out of them is what is meant to come up and out. So you're absolutely right. You know, it's, it's definitely an idea that can be applied to, to all aspects of life. 
Well, and so that kind of answers my question at the beginning where I was saying your current work or maybe your life's work looks like you do have (laughs) a life's work (laughs) taking people through the various stages of life, Um, maybe even into grandparenting. But but yes, I think this is so profound because, um, because then it also allows you to teach these lessons as you learn them as an adult and as a parent, then you're able to pass those on to your children consciously and just by the way you live. They see it. They take it in in, in a subconscious and conscious way. Oh, absolutely. And, and this, this work is really keeping me accountable <laughs> for how, you know, I interact with with my life and the people in my life and and it's a really wonderful constant reminder because I'm somebody that you know I have these expectations about certain events and if it doesn't happen a certain way I get upset and so but this work has really been <laughs> about the lessons that I need to absorb and you know and one of the first lines in the book is you know this is the book that I needed to read you know so I'm really <laughs> putting out information and ideas that, that are important in my own life as well and that I'm still working on applying because it's, you know, a never-ending process, right? <laughs> well, but isn't that the best? You know, they say that we teach what we need to learn. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> and really, as, um, as someone whose first field was education, also, you learn in the process of teaching, and so you call it being held accountable, but it's also the process of learning, and it humanizes it because you're not talking from on high like some, you know, superior being who has all the answers. You're okay. um, flesh and blood, and all of us <laughs> deal with challenges, and no, no one does it perfectly. And so you also um, help us feel that it's okay to be learning because we really, all of us are always learning. Absolutely, yeah. I I found that sharing my my own flaws and my fears in the book and then all the other writing I do is so important, even in my classes. I, I definitely don't. Don't treat my work as exempt being, you know, on a pedestal and knowing everything. I'm very aware that, oh my gosh, I am still learning, just like you said. And I find that it's really important to share those personal stories and all of the times that I, I got it wrong and, and how I worked through that and how freaked out I was about certain phases of pregnancy and childbirth and, and with motherhood. Oh my gosh, there's plenty of opportunities to, to share stories about those times where I just felt like I, I failed, but you know, I'm, I'm moving forward from it and I'm, I'm learning from it and hopefully through those experiences can, can support somebody else through a similar experience. Uh, Yes, and as you know, we all know I'm a grandparent now, but in one of those moments of feeling like, oh, I really did a terrible job as as a parent, (laughs) and uh, I said to my adult son, um, you know, I, I wish I had been a better mother. And, you know, we were having this very serious moment. And he said, I turned out all right. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, thought, 
Yeah, you did. (laughs) Um, And and so take away some of that need for perfectionism because yes, um, we nothing is perfect, um, and and yet um, in the end, you know, you look at the beauty of who your child is, and of course we can't take full credit, um, but we did participate. Yes, yes. And it's such a, a beautiful <laughs> evolution to, to witness. And, and yeah, with, with this work that I do, it is so fascinating to see just how different we all are. And, and that's something that has really taught me so much. You know, when I first began researching childbirth just for my own personal needs, um, and I write about this in the book, you know, I, I really felt like there was just these two teams, you know, medicated birth or natural birth. And and there was, like, no in-between. And, and as I started to talk to women about it, I realized, you know, we all have unique individual needs. And, and you know, it's motherhood. It's the same thing. It's like all children, all parents, we're all so unique. You know, we might have similar ideas and philosophies, but we're all so different and and just realizing that and realizing that I don't have to do it exactly like somebody else or I'm not trying to please anyone but really my own needs it was really liberating for me and um, and that's how I approach you know all the work that I do realizing that no two women are are the same and and, and it's really exciting I feel like that's what keeps the work fresh because I'm never teaching the exact same thing because everybody is different and the information always needs to be adapted Uh, And this is a good place for us to take a break. And when we come back, I'd like to um, talk a little bit more about the medical profession and, as you call it, some of the bullying and how we can um, empower us, be empowered during um, when interacting with the medical uh, I guess mindset and uh, and then also talk a little bit about um, child rearing. And so I, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, on your paper, write down how you're going to create more opportunities for relaxation and joy for yourself. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Bailey Gaddis, who will talk with us about blissful pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals. Solve your most challenging problems 
and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to create more opportunities for relaxation and joy for yourself. I'm so glad we're here with Bailey Gaddis talking about blissful pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood. Um, Bailey, I I know that um, you talk a little bit about the medical profession and some of the bullying, and certainly I experienced that. Um, I even had one nurse, of course, you know, this was in the 70s, but I had one nurse tell me that I was starving my child because I was breastfeeding her and refused to give her um, water from a bottle. Um, and this, of course, was like 3 a.m. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. So, so how, um, how do you help women with this? Yeah, one of the, the first things is to really, and this is what I work with women on in the first trimester, even before they choose a medical care provider, is really tuning in through her intuition and learning what that sounds like and get really getting really secure in that space. Um, 
And, and knowing that the intuition will almost always lead her to right action for herself, which, of course, looks different for every woman. Because, unfortunately, that intuition is often steamrolled during pregnancy, um, especially when the woman meets with a care provider that might not be the best fit for her, and they let her know how she needs to birth and what intervention she needs to have. And and a lot of the control is really taken out of the woman's hands. And, of course, as we talked about earlier, you know, we have to give up a lot of control, you know, just up to the universe when we actually move into childbirth. But but during pregnancy, you know, the woman is in a space where she can make decisions for herself. And and what I've seen often when a woman isn't with a care provider that she feels really safe with, um, what can happen is the bullying that you talked about, and that can look like, you know, the the doctor, the OBGYN saying, well, if you don't make this choice, your your child could die. And I've I've actually referred that (laughs) to multiple women. Um, It is so extreme. And and the women, of course, you know, they freak out and they say, okay, well, I'll do whatever you want, you know, because, of course, nobody wants any harm to come to their child, but it's can be irresponsible at times of, of the care provider because they just really want the woman to get in line with what they think is right. And, and of course, I've seen amazing doctors, nurses in the medical profession that are so loving and they're so open to working with the mom instead of telling the mom what she has to do. Um, but again, I really encourage women to get firm in that, in that space of their own intuition. And if something feels off, if advice that, that a care provider is giving them doesn't feel right, to ask questions and to know that they always have the right to choose somebody else. You know, we're never stuck just with one doctor or even just one midwife. You know, we can always go somewhere else that, that we feel safest. Well, and <coughs> what I'm thinking about, too, is the hormones. I mean, it's true that we, when one is pregnant and right after childbirth, you're more emotional. It's hard to kind of separate out what is um, the hormones talking and what's my intuition, what's real, what's, um, you know, are my reactions real? How do we trust ourselves when we know that our bodies are also helping to confuse us? Right. No, absolutely. I have a few different exercises that, that are in the book that I also do with clients because you're, you're so right, you know, we have so many hormones, you know, this cocktail that is really um, confusing at times. And so, one of the ways that I have women kind of step back and and listen to, to that voice or be able to find that voice is to do some meditation, you know, to take a question, you know, for example, okay, my, my doctor wants me to start taking this, this medication, you know, and she's gathered all the information about it, and now she has to make a choice, you know, to, to close her eyes for even just 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be a long process. And to really just allow her mind to, to clear and, and trust that, you know, the right answer will come from. It might not be the right answer. Sometimes there's no right answer. You know, it's just the, the answer that feels best. Um, I also have an exercise, and it's more surrounding fear, but, you know, a lot of the questions that we have about pregnancy and childbirth 
elicit a lot of fear. And so with this, it's the idea that when we are feeling really intense emotions about something, and they've done research on this, that, that the emotions, if you set a timer for 90 seconds, usually the emotion will, will clear through your body after 90 seconds. So I have them just feel all of the emotions, set that timer, and after the 90 seconds is complete, notice that often their body, their mind feels more calm, more clear, and then to, to go into the decision-making process from, from that space. That's really fascinating. Um, yeah. and, it, and, and again, these are techniques that whether you're pregnant or a, a, a mother of a newborn are important and valuable life-enhancing um, techniques to, to use. Yes, I, I use them almost every day, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, so they, they work. Yes, how how powerful. Um, so give us some advice about being the mother of a newborn. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I so often what I hear and what I experience myself is that the, the quote-unquote fourth trimester, those first three months after baby is born, are really the most difficult in a lot of ways because, Oh my gosh, everything is, is so demanding. You know, during pregnancy, you can just feed your own body and, and exercise and, you know, get proper medical care and, and your baby, hopefully, it will be fine. But when they're out of your body, you know, it's so much more demanding. You know, they want to be with you. There's diaper changes. There's, there's feedings. There's so much going on. And so the advice I would give is number one, trust your instincts. You know, we all have these, these maternal instincts, you know, at our core, but also cut yourself some slack <laughs> if those instincts occasionally fail you, which I know for myself, that happens often. I would think, you know, and talk about hormones. I had hormones, I had fatigue. So sometimes it was hard to access those maternal instincts that I would make a choice that later I would look back on and say, hmm, you know, I really probably should have done it this way. Uh, and I was definitely guilty of beating myself up a lot about those, those choices that maybe weren't the best. Um, and so now with women, I really advocate for being gentle and kind, essentially treating themselves as, as lovingly, as gently as they would their own child, because that, that really negative self-talk is so rampant in the, in the early, early days of motherhood. And to know that really there is no perfect way to do it. There's no perfect way, no matter how many books, no matter how many parenting classes you take, you'll never become that, that perfect parent. And, and I think that is wonderful because I think that's what makes, you know, humans so interesting is that we make mistakes and we learn from them. And that's what our children are going to learn. You know, my mother, my father, they're not perfect, but they're, they're doing the best they can. You know, they're, they're trying to tune into my needs. And again, we're all just, we're all just trying to do the best we can. <laughs> Uh, it, exactly, and to let go of that guilt, which is so debilitating and destroys the all the good, because all you see is what I did wrong in those three seconds or whatever, and are missing the bigger picture of all the incredibly wonderful things you did. When when our mind chooses to focus on making us feel bad, and to find a way to um, 
dismantle that so it doesn't destroy all the good. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's such a common phenomenon. You know, we could have 50 wonderful things said to us and then one hurtful thing, and, and that's the one thing we, we focus on. And, and with children, it's amazing because a child, you know, when something, when, when something disappointing happens, they, they feel it so strongly in that moment, and they cry and they kick, and then maybe like two minutes later, they're fine, and they're, they're off and they're playing. But I know for myself as a mother, you know, if I make a mistake and I have this challenge with my son, I'm thinking about it for the next week, <laughs> and, and I can't just let it go. You know, I'm feeling that guilt, and I'm going back and forth about what decisions I should have made, and... And I, I think that we can take so much inspiration from children, you know, just to let ourselves feel something, to move through it, you know, like those, the 90-second exercise I was talking about, and then step forward and, and enjoy the moments that come after the struggle because there's so many beautiful moments in life, and, and often they're, they're erased in our mind because of the, the dots of, of negativity. And that's a perfect place for us to end this portion of the show before I have my closing with my listeners. But that is so powerful if um, as, as an, such a critical takeaway. Um, so much good information and wisdom. Thank you so much, Bailey. I wish you the best. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much, Paula. You're welcome. And I encourage you to go to baileygaddis.com for more information and also to click on my resources page on, in order to purchase Bailey's book and go to my store to purchase my book. Thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming a through self-empowerment, 21 steps for healing the body, finding the silver linings, learning to live and think without fear. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and also directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress, profound healing, emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. If you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my meetup group. Also, if you want to come to our Love Frequency Circle on June 25th, email me for details. We do a guided meditation to raise the vibration for peace and love within ourselves and on the earth. Please join us next Thursday right here when yoga teacher Danielle Delsky will talk about liberating the divine feminine within. And on June 1st, when Dr. Linda Lerhalpi will talk about mindfulness-based stress reduction. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved.
all is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.